Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hits. Cleanest Foundation is a unique national organisation providing financial support for families who are caring for a child with a life-limiting illness. Now, the foundation was set up by Brendan and Terry Ring following the death of their daughter, Kleena, uh, from an inoperable brain tumour back in 2006 when she was only 16 years of age. Now, they saw at first hand, I suppose, the enormous toll it took on these families already struggling to cope with the nightmare of having a seriously ill child. They decided to take action and set up Kleena's foundation in honour of their daughter, and obviously for her memory to live on, and a charity that uniquely provides services and financial assistance to families with children with life-limiting conditions. In other words, children who need 24-hour care. And since the launch, Cleanest Foundation has raised in excess of €2 million and has helped more than 1,000 families across 31 counties across Ireland. And last night on Virgin Media One, many families who have received financial help uh, will have shared their incredible personal stories in that groundbreaking two-part documentary series called Ireland's Forgotten Families. Rita, who spoke on the show and spoke to us, by the way, previously, uh, was featured with her five children, three of which have additional needs, Shona, Tom and Lily. And the documentary also told the story of Sarah, who sadly passed away in 2016, Padraig, who is fighting a brain tumour, and Killian, who also sadly passed away as well. But to speak to me more about the work of the Foundation um, at the moment uh, is Brendan Ring, who's the CEO of the Foundation. Good afternoon to you, Brendan. Good afternoon, Niall. How are you? Good. Nice to talk to you. I think I spoke to you many, many moons ago, Brendan. You did. You did. And and it was lovely listening. When I say it was lovely, that sounds really bad of me to say it was lovely listening to the stories, but to see how Cleanest Foundation can help people. Because I think we have no understanding what it's like when we don't have a child with a life-limiting condition or a child that needs care 24 hours a day, we just don't understand their diary. We don't understand their day. You know, absolutely. And and you referred to the programme that was aired last night. That's what we we're trying to do is to get people to understand and to, to fill the, the, the shoes of the families that we support uh, mm. all around the country. Because, look... We've been through it. Uh, we lost our own daughter, Cleona. And my, my condolences. I know every day, I, I'm sure, you know, Cleona's on your, or Cleona, Cleona's on your mind every single yes, day. Absolutely. No, but look, she's the drive to behind and she's the reason maybe that we saw firsthand the families that we support. And I suppose going back to what you asked me was that these families are actually in a crisis and... Nobody really cares, to be honest with you, Niall. These people are going around aimlessly in life, just struggling day in, day out. And really, all they should be doing is concentrating on looking after their sick child. And, you know, on the documentary series last night, you you saw at first hand what the devastation is like. And if we don't resolve this issue, you know, uh, as a country, well, then we, 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 we fail because... These families need our support, and they need our support financially, not from even the general public who have been so kind to clean us, but I'd be really, I suppose, outraged in the fact that we just can't get the government, the HSE, to be able to see that these families need financial support to be able to spend time with their children in hospital. And look, a lot of these children that we help, they don't make it through. They they, they pass on, they die, just like our our daughter, Kena. And, like, it's not terrible to say it, that all they've been worried about is not alone the illness and the outcome, but that financially they have to borrow money, 
They had to, you know, rack up bills at home. They had to max out their credit cards, and nobody cares. But and, and, I, and, I, and I, I understand that firsthand. And I'll tell you what, right. my own sister, many, many years ago, going back 20, 30 years ago, now I'm trying to remember how long ago it was, he had a brain tumour, and right. he was only, at the time, three years of age. And I remember how difficult, like you with Kleena, I'm sure, I remember how difficult it was for them to try and, you know, have one of them still sharing time back and forward to the hospital constantly all the time when he was getting uh, different chemotherapy and radiography and all different therapy after he had had the tumour removed from his brain. And I remember how difficult that was. And my own mother, of course, stepped in at the time to help to mind her other children. And that whole, that went on for like, I think it went on for three or four years. And it was so, so difficult for them Um, because he had just started, my brother-in-law just started a new job at the time and obviously he had to be there at the hospital too. They took turns, like shifts almost, you know, to stay overnight and and stay during the day and up in the children's hospital in Crumlin. So I, I, and then when he came home, obviously there was a lot of work to be done, you know, for, you know, peg feeding and all that kind of stuff. All that stuff had to be done too. So I, I understand completely what it's like for a whole family to be turned upside down by that, and you love your child, and you'll do anything for your child. But if Cleaners Foundation weren't there, maybe you could explain to people what is available through the state. Is there very little support through the state? Like, there's going to be very little, if any, support in relation to when people need money, you know, financially to be able to pay for the likes of accommodation or car parking and you know general subsistence costs that that they have from day in day out. It's it's very hard to kind of say how much is that and what can they afford or not afford. So it's very hard to get your head around it, right? But what we have done is that we have taken research over the last 1,100 families that we've helped since 2008. And like we know for a fact that it costs between 10 and 15,000 euros of net income to support a child per annum. Mm -hmm. So we can give the stats and the facts back, but what we need to do now is we need the government to understand that they need to be paying this money because, as you said, without cleaners, who else are going to do that? There are there are places where people can raise money when they have certain conditions, like maybe cancer, that there there is some funding available. But cleanness helps the entire range of life-limiting and, and serious illnesses. It, 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 even though our daughter, Kleena, died from bra- a brain tumour as well, or brain cancer, we help families that have children that, uh, that have illnesses across the spectrum. And that, that's the kind of the huge difference that we're seeing is that there are so many families going through the determinant, as I'm trying to describe, that they actually have to have this money to survive. And without cleaners, they literally wouldn't. Now, we are not in a position to be able to give them all the monies they require. In fact, we give them a check for two and a half thousand euros. So we're a long, long way off. But at least we care and we are trying. Something and, and it helps. And, you know, and... There's other costs involved. You mentioned the car parking at the hospitals and all that kind of, yes. you know, or the public transport that you might have to get, et cetera, et cetera. All that's involved. There's the time off work. If you have other children, you then have to make arrangements for them to be, say, picked up for football practice or whatever it is while you're in the hospital with your other child. So there's so many different expenses involved. Your life just becomes a lot more expensive and you have a lot less money. And, it's, yeah. and I suppose somebody mentioned as well that in relation to the programme that was last night, that was aired last night, if people watched The Forgotten Families last night, they mentioned that, and, and the quote was, people are being forced to choose between putting food on the table and visiting their child in hospital. And I think that was you that you said that yourself. So because that programme was made before the financial crisis, now it's a lot more difficult. Yeah, well, like this year alone, like we've seen over a 20% rise in the number of applications that we're getting. 
And and to be clear, like these applications are not coming from households that have you know low or no incomes. These are coming from households that would have had very good incomes maybe at the beginning of this year, and maybe the mom or dad would have had to step away from their 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 job to be able to stay with their child. So now we're down in income and. Outside of the other costs that we look after, like the, the car parking and so forth, we spend so much money uh, and give the money to our families to look after like the household bills themselves. And they are rising, as you know, the, our electric course, bills, electric our bills, petrol, yeah. our fuel, all of that. And so we're actually supplementing incomes for families uh, because they, they, they've lost an income, but we're also... Being, uh, we are and, uh, sorry for but Brendan, when a family have a very sick child or a life limited child, a life limited condition, and they're at home, it's important that they keep warm because obviously their immune system is probably very low in a lot of cases, particularly if it's cancer and they're on chemotherapy or whatever it happens to be. So from that point of view, it's more expensive because they've got to heat the house, they've got to keep it warm. At, at that point, do the state not step in or is there not something available for those families to say, well, look, we, we have to use extra heat. It's costing us a fortune. We have to use extra gas or whatever it is or, we, you know, electricity. We have these expenses. Does the state not step in at all? No, the answer in a nutshell is no. I mean, you know, there may be little help out there, but not to, to the degree that these families require. And if you have additional uh, bills at home at this particularly this time of year and because of the cost of risen, the answer is no, that they, they're not getting the help that they require. And that's why there are more and more families coming to Cleaners Foundation that are looking for support because they can't get it anywhere else. And what we are finding is, is that it's, it's families that are visiting hospitals over long periods of time that the social workers are noticing that are struggling financially are putting them in contact with us to say, look, there is a charity in, uh, based in them. They, they support families all over the island of Ireland and they will give you a check to get you through uh, the initial co- additional cost that you're, you're, you're undergoing. But between that and when that money runs out, those people are back, uh, once again back on their own. And again, we need the state to intervene to be able to help these families over long periods of time. Because if you've got a child in hospital, let's say for a week, it's very disruptive, even just for a week, for a regular routine procedure, even though it's always very difficult on the child themselves. And by the way, they get lost in all of this, don't they? Mm. Yeah, of Um, course, yeah. It is is very difficult. But imagine that, just like you refer to yourself, like in ourselves, we had... Unfortunately, the trauma of Tina getting a brain tumour. Imagine going through that for eight years like we did. I mean, how do you survive that? How do you keep the family unit together? How do we get through this and, and, and lose Tina at the end of this? I mean, that's what's happening without having that financial strain. So there is a known on, on, on our government and on the HSC HS, to be able to look after these families. We shouldn't have to do it. And again, having looked at the documentary again last night, like we get more and more frustrated by the fact that we're not getting uh, the, the, the government to listen to what we want them to and, do. And I'm assuming, Brendan, you have made application for government funding. Yeah, well, you see, there is no fund available. So what we're saying is, and I mentioned earlier on to our, our research we did with Trinity College, is that we've asked that they formulate um, a new um, funding for these families because it doesn't exist. 
And, and that's why... Well, well that's said, what I'm saying, you know, I mean, because you do need a go-between, the state and the families. You know, Cleaners Foundation could be the go-between to assess be. yeah, to assess what families, you know, need and what money, etc. And I, I, that's why I'm saying, I, have you tried to approach Stephen Donnelly in relation to this? Y- yes, we have. We've made several approaches. And to be honest with you, if the government do it themselves, there is no need for Cleaners Foundation. And so, but I think there's always a need for foundations. Wait, I, th- I think foundations are important because they're they're closer to these families. They're more understanding. I think the government is just an agency for finances. Yeah, no, <laughs> we, we could be the conduit, right? That, yes. that could issue these funds that we would get from the government, and we would be more than willing. We would actually love to do that. But if that's standing in the way of of the government dealing directly with our families, well, then let them do that. But I don't think that they, that they will. So in the meantime, we've got to continue our work. And that's what, we, that's what our report is, is telling them. Like, and the report is, ca- is called, titled, Too Dear to Visit, because it's too expensive to visit our children in, 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 in our hospitals. But and, I mean, I, I'm shocked by that quotation that, that was yourself last night. It said they have to choose between putting food on the table or visiting their own child in hospital. Do, do you see, now, like, when somebody hears that statement, they say, oh, that can't be happening. Those decisions are being made and have been made. They're decisions about people for Christmas going, can I buy a gift for Christmas or do I need that money to spend it to go and see my child and husband? They are the real decisions that are being made. What food can I put on, on our table this Christmas? Am I able to afford that or do I have to keep that money to go visit and, 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 and stay with my child over the Christmas period? I mean, it costs up to 200 euros a day to, to stay with your child in hospital with all the costs that are racking up. And that's excluding the cost of their home, looking after their siblings, who, by the way, we call the shadow children because they're just throwing into the abyss. They, of course, they, yeah. They, who's going to look after them? The, the household bills are still there. We spoke about the, the rise in inflation. We've spoken about the, the mum or dad who has had to walk away, away from the job. How are they going to survive? Well, do, do me a favor, actually, stay there for a second, Brendan, if you can, because I want to go to Becky as well, uh, because Becky, you texted in as well. You got support from Cleaners Foundation uh, for your own son. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I definitely got an amazing donation from them um, for to help me with my son, Adam. Okay, and tell, tell us all about Adam. Um, Adam has a very rare um, condition, so he's kind of... Uh, an obscure one. He's a very rare condition called Moet Wilson syndrome. There's only about 200 in the the world who have it. Okay. Um, and only a couple in Ireland. And he has it, the most severe form okay. of it. So it affects all the main um, areas of the body. So the brain, the digestive system, the heart. Um, okay. So he's 24-hour care, and he's have kind of epilepsy. Um, he's non-verbal. He's wheelchair-bound. He has um, what we call an ileostomy bag, so he doesn't go out in a nappy, let's say, things like that. He's, okay, so your um, your day is pretty much full. Yeah, yeah. yeah I can imagine. Job, yeah. I, can, I can imagine 25, 25, as some people say, 25-hour job. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm assuming, you know, that, that Adam ends up back in hospital every now and again, too, for periods of time uh, to get things done or procedures done. Yeah, so he's had... So far, he's had 27 surgeries. Um, he's 12 years old. Wow. So, and um, I've had four or five occasions where I've been told to say goodbye and that he's not going to make it. And I've been in hospital for months on end, multiple times. Um, and of course, I'm I live down um, on the border between Limerick and Kerry. So, mm-hmm. 
Um, if, I'm, if I'm in Dublin, I'm in Dublin for months and months on end. And I have two other children at home and obviously a house and mortgage and bills and all those wonderful things. And how do you juggle <laughs> everything? Mind you, it does it does seem like Adam is dealing with this better than you are, Becky, to be honest with you, because yeah. you were saying you've been told on numerous occasions that he wasn't going to make it, but Adam clearly is a fighter and he is making it every single time. And I'm delighted to hear that. But from your point of view, how do you juggle everything with your other children being so far away when he has to go for surgery? That must be so difficult for you. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the most heartbreaking um, thing, to be honest, because they just, you don't, often you don't have any chance either. It's a very sudden last minute thing. He gets suddenly sick and you're gone. So it's not a case of you get a chance to prepare um, all the time. You're off, you're gone in an ambulance and that's it. You don't know when you'll be back. And um, it's heartbreaking on his brothers because of the fear and the worry that it puts them through and they can't see you, speak to you very easily. Um, and they don't know what's going on. And you, you're torn, really, because, I mean, what parent it puts themselves in a position where they have to decide between their the children. children? yeah. Um, and it's it's an impossible situation to be in. And how old are his brothers? Um, he has a brother who's nine and an, an older brother who's 17. Okay. So that must be the 17-year-old probably deals with it a bit better, but the nine-year-old probably misses him so much and worries about him so much, too. Yeah, it's, if I'm honest, it's scary because... The 17-year-old, um, in a way, struggled more at the start because yeah. he was the only um, of child course. Yeah, yeah. and didn't know what was going on. And my nine-year-old, the, probably the scariest thing about him is that he knows everything there is to know about medical. If you were to sit down and ask him um, about machines and heart rates and seizures and all that kind of stuff, he'd be able to tell you everything. I know because he's dealing with it every day. He can really nearly write a thesis on it at this stage. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, so you contacted obviously Cleaners Foundation because you were finding it so difficult and obviously somebody had led you to that. How did you find out first of all about Cleaners Foundation? Um, If I'm honest, I was um, saw Abbott's up in the hospital and another parent actually mentioned them to me at the time. Okay. Um, because I'd had to um, pull myself away from work, obviously. I had had did have a full-time job, um, and I had to pull myself away from work. Um, so I had bills and everything to pay at home. I'm, as you can probably tell, not Irish born and bred, so my family don't live in Ireland, so I didn't have the support of family to help out with my other children. Yeah. Um, so the extra costs of all that, and the... Mm. Accommodation and all those things. Um, I don't, I don't know, you know how you. I don't know how personally how you managed. So yeah. you just you you look everywhere, and I went to Cleaners Foundation, and they were fantastic. Like and like I said, the the money they gave was a huge help because there's just nothing out there to support with any of those costs. Mm. And did um, you did you try going down the usual routes and to the HSE and everything else, and I, there was nothing there for you. No, there's absolutely nothing from a HSE point of view with any of that kind of cost. Your only options are to go to your your banks um, and places like that and basically Borrow. almost cap in hand and either yeah. ask for loans or ask for can they, you know, give you a bit of a, a break for a couple of months or... Yeah, on your mortgage or whatever, yeah. yeah. But you've still got to put food on the table. You've still got to, you know, you have to ring the electricity company and say... 
you know, can I can I defer payments or can I reduce my payments for a bit and things like that. And, and how did moment, you, what was the reaction, sorry, you got it, I'm conscious Brendan is on the other line too waiting there, but I'm sure he's listening with interest to all this. But the reaction you got, say, when you would, you know, you're in your, en- your energy company and you say, listen, you know, I have a child with life limit condition. We, we were using quite a lot of electricity at the moment because we have to keep the house warm. He's just had surgery or whatever it is. Uh, we can't pay the bill. C- can you do something for us? Are they good? Are they generally good? Are companies and banks, are they, do they generally have a, a sympathetic ear? I find that it, it's very much dependent on, on the company and how long you've been with the company. So if you've been with them a good length of time and you've got some bit of a good history built up with them, you've got more of a chance. Mm. But if, if you haven't been with them very long, and with the banks, it's very much a case of going in and having a one-to-one personal chat with them and it's a local branch and you know them and things. But obviously nowadays in a lot of places, branches aren't around. Mm-hmm. So you're talking to somebody over the phone. So there's no there's no sympathy there, really. Obviously they sympathise, but yeah. realistically they still expect the bills to be paid and that's it. Well, uh, Brendan, uh, just to come back to you, listening yeah. to Becky's story there, you yeah. know, I'm sure it fills you with pride to some sense to know that you can help somebody and you've helped Becky. And many other people, by the way, one or two others are texting in as well, who have obviously got help as well from Cleanest Foundation. Um, but it's not easy to help, Becky, because it's not coming out of your pocket because you don't have it. So you have to fundraise to get this money, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. All, all our fundraising is done underground, you know, through the, the public who have been so supportive. Without them, it's not possible. Um, we would have good support as well from the uh, corporate mm-hmm. world where, you know, we, we go to visit with them and explain the types of families that we're trying to support. But, like, it, 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 it's, a, it's, a, it, it's a slog. It's very, very difficult. And How can they you know, refuse? If I was the, the owner of a big company, a multinational, had yeah. lots of money, and I listened to it, Becky's story about can, Adam, I, I would be, I'd be saying, give me my pen and my checkbook. You would, and, 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 and I would, but it, it, it's until you kind of live the journey and understand it, and, it, uh, and we, we're just listening to one family's um, story. Like, people don't get it. Uh, to be honest with you, in general, I don't think people really care. Uh, our state don't care about these families, and that's why the program last night is titled The Forgotten Families, Ireland's Forgotten Families, because they are. And, um, like, we're a great state, and we look after others, but, like, can, can we not just look after our kids? And, like, as I'm speaking to you today, like, you know, I know for a fact that there'll be some of the families we've helped, that those children may not be around even by the time Christmas morning comes. And, like, why that's, put that's, these that's families... That's a terrible thought, isn't it? No, 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 it's true. I know, no, no, I know, I know, I know. Like, Kina, our daughter, died on the 2nd of December. I mean, we know what it's like. It's awful. It's horrendous. I can't put it... There isn't a word in the dictionary to describe it. And it's unfair. uh, Nobody cares. You care. And you're a radio station because you're giving us time to speak about it. And I really appreciate that. But we need more help. And the kinds of monies that these families need... I mean, it's awful to think you have to decide, you know... Where's your money going to come from? And there's a great point we made here. This happens all of a sudden. Our daughter, Kina, on a Friday, just like today's Friday, was perfect in our eyes. And by Sunday evening, she was diagnosed with a terminal illness. Our world was thrown upside I know. down. And, and Brendan, when I come back to my own sister, going back 25 or 30 yes. years ago, exactly the same situation. She had a child who the doctor thought just had a vomiting bug. Yes. And by that Friday, they were in the Matter Hospital. And, by, and told by a surgeon, if we don't do the surgery tomorrow, he'll mm-hmm. die. 
And yeah. and that because he had a massive brain tumor in the back of his head, or the back of his brain, should I say? And that's what families are facing every single day. Um, and and you know, I'm sure Becky, listening to what Brendan is saying, and he and he mentioned last night the show that the people are being forced to choose between putting food on the table or visiting their child in hospital. I'm sure you found yourself back in situations like that over the years with Adam, where you had to balance money and say, I either spend money on Christmas or I spend money on food. Or, or I'll, I'll stay with Adam a little bit longer in the hospital. I'm sure those those decisions had to come at some point. Yeah, they come on a regular basis, to be honest. I mean, even last, um, this week, you know, just gone, he had a an episode uh, on Monday night and it was all very touch and go. And that's how life is with him. He could be doing really well now at the moment, but then he could have a very severe catastrophic seizure and he could be having one, you know, in the mm. next this evening. Um, and the result of that then could mean that I'm gone, off to hospital, don't know when I'll be back. Any and you could be in hospital in Dublin, by the way. You live in Limerick. So yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the Christmas stuff and all that kind of stuff is completely gone up in the air. You've left two kids who potentially you won't have you there for Christmas. Um, and, yeah, there's been multiple times where you have to make a decision, especially when I was in Dublin for months and months on end. Um, which has happened multiple times, the cost of that is horrendous. And even now, the electricity bill is just heartbreaking because he has so much equipment that's obviously run through electricity. I'm, I'm, I'm still lost listening to you and Brendan. I'm blown away by the fact that, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking of Adam and I'm thinking of Kleena when she was with us and, and many other families around the, the country with children with life-limiting conditions that you have to have the heating on. It's not a case of, you know, actually you can throw an L coat on you and you'd be glad you could just put the heating on for two hours to warm the house up. You need the heating on because generally children with life-limiting conditions have low immune systems. So you have yeah. to keep the house warm. You know, Yeah, so- I mean, he, when this, this time of year is like walking on eggshells, to be honest, all the time. You're constantly trying to protect them from the weather and the cold um, uh, the damp, those kind of things. And it's literally you're walking on eggshells for, you know, five, six months of the year with that weather. And Because if, he, if Adam gets a cold, it can, be, it can be so devastating to his health. You yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, yeah. listening to both of you, and Brendan, listen, thank you very much for talking to us today. And thank you for doing what you're doing for other families. I'm sure if Clean is looking down at you now, she's very proud of you, Brendan, by the way, of, of, on everything you're doing in her memory. And it's, it's just not me. There's a group of us. We have a board of directors. Of course, of course. Voluntary. We have yeah. a small team on the ground, so I don't take all the credit at all. So it's a, it, it, a small team um, punching above our weight. And obviously, Terry, Terry, your wife as well. Correct. Terry's yeah. involved as well. One of the other things that Cleaners Foundation did for us, and, and it may seem really small, but it was absolutely wonderful, is that um, they brought us all into the Panto in Limerick one year. Oh, okay. Um, and set it all up for, for us to come, for me and, and all my boys to come. And it was just absolutely lovely. And they loved it. And they got to meet all the cast afterwards and everything. And That's lovely, isn't it? I mean, I know it's something small, but it makes such a difference to your family to be together for the day. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, when they've been through so much. Becky, listen, thank you very much indeed, and I appreciate you going on the air talking to us today. Thank you, Becky. And and have a nice Christmas, and hopefully a Christmas that you don't end up in a hospital or you don't end up in a doctor's surgery somewhere. I hope Adam as well. Um, Brendan, listen, thank you very much indeed, but the most important message here we want today, Brendan, to get out is how can people help you to help Becky and help families like that? Well, on a practical terms, everybody can uh, 
log on to our website, cleaners.ie, and they can watch documentary series and spread the word and the awareness and get some pressure on, on the system to ensure that the government listen to the problem that's out there because this is a massive issue needs to be resolved. So that, that's not going to cost any, anybody anything to do that, only some of the time. And that awareness is a huge piece. And let's put pressure on here to get funding for, for the likes of Becky's families. Mm-hmm. On the practical terms in relation to maybe making a donation, if you visit our website, cleaners.ie, you can actually just make a donation. As we speak right now, it's very easy. There's a number of ways of doing it. It's, it's at Christmas time, so we do have three, what we consider gifts under the Christmas tree to raise money for cleaners for our, for our families that we need to write checks for this Christmas. We have a raffle for a, a brand new car, which happens New Year's Eve. And they can see all this on the website as well. If they go to the website, they, all this on, is on the... On the website, we've got Give a Gift for Cleaners. There's a massive amount of gifts you can bid on a raffle or auction. They're all available from... And it's low money. Someone, 10 and 20 euros can get you these gifts. Yeah. Okay. And there are some more expensive ones. We're going to put a link up on our social medias in a second and I'll tell people how they can do that. And, and we, ha- we have a, a plush toy... Rory! Called Rory in Duns, <laughs> yeah. who is... Who actually helps children? He's beautiful. He's a big owl. Yeah. He's Rory. Yeah, he's an owl with with ex, with, with anxiety. There, there's a meditation. Uh, Suzanne Jackson actually is the ambassador for the for for Rory. So there are just three ways right now on our website you can help us, and we would really, really, really um, be so grateful if people would help us. Christmas is a great time. It's a it's a time for people and families to be together. But the, unfortunately, the families we're looking after them, a lot of these children may not be around this Christmas and a lot of them will be in hospital. Okay. We will be doing a great, great help by, by supporting them. Okay, so everybody go to the website. I'm going to give you the spelling in case people don't get the spelling. If you've got your pen and paper, everybody, it's C-L-I-O-N-A-S. C-L-I-O-N-A-S. In case you're confused by the spelling of cleaners. Because um, when I saw it first, a lot of people think it's Cleona when they see it first. It was Cleona. And it's C L I O N A S dot I E. That is the website. You'll see a big picture, an animated picture of Rory. Rory and his friends' a story will calm and comfort your child. And if you go to Dunn Stores, by the way, you can get Rory. You can buy Rory there. And the money goes, of course, to Cleona's Foundation. But if you go to the website, a fabulous blue and white website, you'll see it there. Cleon, or Cleon, see, I, even I got it wrong. Cleanas.ie. You can actually click on the donate button. It's up on the right hand top corner there, a little heart on it, and you can donate whatever you want. I am encouraging people and compelling people and begging people for Christmas. Please go to the website and just click the donate button, even if it's a five or a ten or twenty, whatever you can afford, you think you can afford. I know it's tough. I know Christmas is hard for everybody at the moment. But please try and donate. You've heard Becky's story. And imagine walking in her shoes. I'm walking in any of the shoes of any of the people that we that was on the doc, or featured in the documentary uh, last night as well. It's a really difficult time um, for people, and money is so hard to come by. And there is, as you've heard, no help from the state, none, none whatsoever. So please, please try your best to donate something to families who are walking in those shoes. Listen, Brendan, thank you very much indeed for coming on the show today. No, thanks a million. Really appreciate it. And have a lovely Christmas, all right? Have a really nice Christmas, okay? To you you and all your family and friends. And again, condolences. And I'm sure Kleena will be looking down at us today talking about her and talking about the foundation. And she'll be very proud of you and all the people that help you. Thank Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Bye. There you go. There's uh, Brendan Ring and his wife Terry Ring. Uh, In memory of their daughter, they set up that foundation. I think it's wonderful. Wonderful to hear, by the way. And by the way, Rory costs uh, eight quid.
Is that what Rory costs? Eight euro yet? You can buy Rory. He's in Dunn stores. And he's a lovely cuddly owl. And you can give him a big cuddle over Christmas. And think of cleaning while you're doing it. Uh, go to the website. It's C-L-I-O-N-A-S. Cleaners.ie. And click the donate button. I'm demanding, I'm demanding that you do it. Um, I will on our Classic Hits.ie Twitter account, on my own Twitter account, Niall underscore Boylan. I'll put it up in a few minutes' time as well. We'll put it up on our Facebook site as well. We'll put a link up to it there, okay, if you want to, if you're stuck for a link and you don't know how to get to it, all right? But please do it today. You've heard the story there. Becky explained it no better than anybody could, to be honest with you, as well. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.